Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. And welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I'm Regina. And I am Christine. Oh my gosh. So we are well into summer now, and it is very, very hot. I'm sweating from all the places that you guys don't want to know. (laughs) We just marinate in our sweat as we record our episodes because the fan and the AC unit that we have, it's too loud. And by the end of the episode, we're just like, oh my God, we need to turn on the AC. (laughs) Oh my God. But you know what? It's worth it. Literally sweat and tears to make these episodes. Literal sweat and tears. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So a little TMI just to start off (laughs) this week's episode for you guys. Exactly. So if you listened to our previous episode about finding your purpose, chasing your passion, we wanted to dive into what it means to actually execute because this is something that Christine and I really, really struggle with, to be perfectly, perfectly honest. I think we always have this idea of what we hope to do, but actually taking the steps to get there. It's the hardest part, the execution. It's the hardest, hardest part. So the article that sparked this topic, which I will link in the description box below, it was titled, You Aren't Lazy, You're Just Terrified. The minute I read that, I was just like, oh my God, this is me. Because it starts off with this diagram of this girl. It it starts at perfectionism, then it points to procrastination, then it points to paralysis. Mm -hmm. And all of these three things really do go hand in hand. I think that I always have this idea of what I want to do. But I look at all the other people who are doing what I hope to do, and then I get really down on myself. All the inside voices in my head start buzzing and they're like, you can't do this. You're not good enough. Really putting myself down Mm -hmm. before I've even given it a shot. And when I'm actually doing it, it's not as scary as the before. But it's how do you get to that first step that I've always really, really struggled with. Growing up, I was always told, oh, she's really smart, but she's really lazy. Mm. And I do think that laziness has, it's like a factor of why I was never able to start things. But I think that this fear of not being perfect overrode all of that. I'm always the type of person who gets excited really easily. I see endless possibilities. I have all these half-written notes on my phone and Google Docs, and it frustrated me to no end when I wasn't able to start any of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that the more scared that I get, the more I procrastinated, and then the more I procrastinated, the more scared I got. So it's just a vicious cycle. Yes, yes. I mean, I completely relate to everything that you're saying because when you tweeted this article, I instantly retweeted (laughs) and I was like, oh my God, this is everything. I'm the type of person that I will get 99% of whatever it is, whatever project I just did done, but that last 1%, I will never finish. I just will just leave it there forever unfinished. I have unfinished craft projects. (laughs) Like I do all the work, all the prep work to get to that point. I just have to put it together where I have to just finish it. Right. And I mentally just can't do it. So I just procrastinate because the basic line and what the article communicates so well is that you're just afraid. Mm -hmm. I was, I'm just so deathly afraid to finish what I created and then to look at it and spend so much time and energy and effort and hope 
And then I'm like, oh my God, I hate it. Yeah. Or I'm afraid that I love it and I show it to other people and they hate it. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I know. Like when you create a final project and you look at it, you see everything that's wrong with it. That is why we chase the idea of perfection because then you're just like, oh my God, if it's perfect, then no one has anything to say. I completed and executed something super amazing that no one has ever seen. It's completely original. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And everyone will love it. But then that doesn't exist. (laughs) especially when you haven't started the process yet and Mm -hmm. from that article there's this quote where the author is talking about her idea of chasing perfection and then she was writing something and her professor was just telling her i think the problem here isn't the writing it's you you're expecting a product without respecting the process i'm not interested in getting something perfect from you and you shouldn't be either just do the work write the story and then write it again as many times as you need to oh my god that totally Mm. oh yes yes you know it just Mm -hmm. because it's that idea i have to get it right the first time or else why Mm -hmm. even do it yeah oh a hundred percent but then that's the wrong way of looking at it because you needed to start you're not gonna get from zero to a hundred when you haven't even you don't even know the basics or know the skills to it exactly like with this podcast i think that when we started we had an idea of what it was going to be I think from my perspective, I've always admired content creators who are very raw and open and honest, but I didn't get there in a day. I remember our first couple of episodes as we were sharing stories, I would filter myself or if I said it, I'd be like, oh, maybe I don't want to share that and then edit it out. And part of the beauty in the process is that budding confidence that you start having in yourself. That's something that no amount of perfection is ever going to give you. Well, it's doing it to a point and repeating that process until you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. So for me, I was learning how to crochet. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first like three months I wanted to give up. I was just like, oh my God, everything I'm making is stupid and ugly and I hate it. <laughs> and I had to redo it and I worked to a certain point and I'd be like, oh my God, this is not what it's supposed to be. The process was maddening. And I just mm-hmm. felt like maybe this isn't for me. But then it got to a point that you just can't explain it. You do it enough that you're not even thinking about mm-hmm. it. To a point where I can watch TV, zone out, and just do it. And I'm like, oh my god, I created a bear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so when I first started crocheting, I was like, oh my god, looking at all the books and all the amazing things I wanted to create. But I couldn't even make a ball. <laughs> and I was so mad, so mad. And that's why there were a lot of like body pieces that <laughs> Regina saw. It was all my failures in that box but it wasn't failures it's just things that i had to keep working and redoing and redoing Mm -hmm. until i don't even think about Mm -hmm. it so for example this podcast like regina said it just got to a point where we were thinking too much in our heads there are a lot of things that we'd be like oh we should have said it better and we restarted or uh, it took us a long time to record and we couldn't get that rhythm or harmony down so now it's learning to be confident in our rawness and vulnerability which was hard but then I think that's where you know I talked about it before in the past where I never thought that I brought anything special or that I had any particular skill but I realized that my skill is being me and being me is being raw learning to undo those filters or not apologizing you know hiding behind resentment and anger and trying to be positive it's like no this is my journey and this is how I'm sharing it with you guys and from that I learned so much about myself Mm -hmm. and that is the point right I find confidence in how I communicate my vulnerability versus always 
questioning myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we started this podcast six months ago, and I see such a drastic shift in both of us and how we've grown and how we choose to view the world and view content and content creation. And I think for a really long time, I looked at content creators being like, oh, that's so cool. And then even before this, I was like, I guess we're the content creators and we're the creatives that I had always talked about and dreamed about. In that, I feel like I've gained so much confidence too. And if we hadn't taken that first step to start this podcast, I don't think I would be who I am today. And I can confidently say that this is Christine and my most consistent creative project. (laughs) No bodies, parts laying around, you know, no half-written Google Docs and notes. This is probably the most we've upkept a passion project of ours. What worked for the both of us was that we were sick and tired of hearing ourselves make excuses. And I value Christine's relationship so much that I didn't want to let her down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what helped us get our footing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in contrast, and this is, uh, okay, so I've been working and been talking about this for literally, okay, for years, but I've finally been doing it for like a year. My show called Let's Be Honest is supposed to premiere on this new YouTube channel that I'm starting. And there's, uh, it's just, uh, even see, even talking about it is frustrating, right? Because I have like, I don't even know, like 15 episodes already filmed with wonderful, amazing women. And we talk about everything. We talk about honest conversations, stuff that we go through and all of that, right? We filmed it. I have a great crew. The concept is great. I just... (laughs) She's like rubbing her her eyebrows and just like, oh. Frustration, Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, so basically... I put so much pressure on myself for it to be perfect, to execute it perfectly. The first episode is 99% done, true to form, right? 99%. (laughs) 99% done. And getting to that point was so hard. And I think it's just everything to me just hinged on, oh my God, this is it. This is, you know, I left that YouTube channel. This is the thing I'm putting out there. This is the thing that I've been talking about. Everyone knows about it. I've already started the process. I just can't finish it Mm. because I'm scared. I'm so scared of it. Putting it out there and then having it just be crap. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to be like, oh, so this is what you've been working on? And the longer I take to finish it, the more pressure and expectation there is to the final product. So it gives me even more reason not to finish it. Oh, my God. So this article and everything we're talking about is exactly what I'm going through right now. But I also have this project, Perfectly Imperfect, Mm -hmm. that we've already started. And and so I see the result in that, Mm -hmm. right? But it's hard to implement in, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So... What I'm saying is if you guys are going through it, it's not like just because we have perfectly imperfect, I can implement that in everything in my Mm -hmm. life. No, I'm still struggling with it. I think it just really stems from this idea that growing up, I just wouldn't allow myself to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. I was terrified of making a mistake. Yes, yes. And where does that come from? For me, it's from my mother. (laughs) Even now, growing up and now, she's gotten better, but it's like she always has something to say. Even if I got an A+, it was like, well... It could be an A++, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Of course, at the time as a kid, I'm always like, oh, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. I'm always such a disappointment. No matter what I do, I always have to try to be perfect. Yeah. Because even perfect isn't good enough for her. As an adult, looking back, I realize that I get where that's coming from. She saw the potential in me. She always believed that, yes, it's great that you did this, but you could do better. She just did an awful job of communicating that to me. (laughs) 
So I manifest that in everything. It just lives in my subconscious. Of course, I chase perfection, especially for the things I care about the most. And stuff like, you know, let's be honest. And Mm -hmm. all the stuff that creatively I put my heart and soul into, Mm -hmm. I'm so scared of really having my mom's voice manifest in other people Mm -hmm. where I put everything into it and somebody somewhere has something to say. But that just comes with it, yeah. you know, and that's not the focus. I think for me, it's it's quite similar to the fact that like we have Asian parents who have expectations of what we're supposed to do and who we're supposed to be. And I think for me, it was that my parents, because they had such set ideas of who they wanted me to be, and I became the rebellious spirit to defy their hopes and dreams for me, that I feel this like really, really strong urge in the need to succeed. I chose my own path, a path that they did not recommend for me, a path that they advised against for me to take. And here I am fighting to prove them wrong, to prove them wrong. And I wanted to show them that I can still be successful, but just like a different kind of successful, a different path, a different path. It's a very big struggle. And it's something that I don't know how to execute. So, you know, you with your let's be honest, that was me with my YouTube channel. If you ask my best friends, they will tell you that I say this like every three months. All right, I'm going to do it, guys. Guys, I'm going to start my YouTube channel now. It, it, I just keep getting into my head. To this day, I still have not recorded anything. I think that when I started this podcast, that was already a huge step for me because I was like, ah, yes, I'm doing it. I'm producing content. And now it's like, so what's next? (laughs) And like, how do I get started on that next step? Like, I think that this podcast is a great foundation. It's something that I'm really proud of. You're really proud of. We worked really hard for it. And so now it's like, all right, how do I go into my next creative outlet with that same mentality of like, let's just do it. Let's just start it. And like putting those fears aside. I think the overall journey and purpose through you know, executing your purpose and then this procrastination idea of perfection is that you have to approach it with the mindset that you're there to learn. You're not there to be an instant success. You're not there to make lots of money, to gain lots of followers and to be respected and to prove anything. If you're going in with that, then you've already missed the point, you know, Mm -hmm. and you've already, in a sense, failed. That's what I have to keep reminding myself where it's like doing this podcast it's not, oh, it's going to lead me to my next job. It's going to like show me my next career path and this and that. No, it's just in the doing. It's in the learning of how to express myself. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it that way, there are no failures. You're learning. You're supposed to trip a little. You're supposed to not get it right. That's the whole part of respecting the process because when you fail, then you learn how not to do that. You know how you got there. You learn how not to do something. And the next time when you do it, you'll try it in another way and another way. Mm-hmm. Then you refine those steps. And those are the times that people call the grind. That's when you learn so much about yourself where in that moment, you could be like, you know what? After I've done it, I don't like it. I don't like this grind. Yeah. This isn't for me. Or you could be like, okay, I worked past it. And now I'm not even thinking about it. It's just natural to me. And yeah. you're trying to reach that point to like it feels natural because then that's your inner spirit and calling and energy meeting with what is aligned with 
your purpose. You're executing it in the right way. So it's not to get to a point where you're like, I'm going to be a master at this. No, it's just you're just going to continually strive to be better. And that's the thing, though. This is an ongoing journey. So you yeah. never actually reach perfection, right? Mm-hmm. You never mm-hmm. reach a level of just like, I am the best. No master or sensei or whatever like <laughs> ever says that. Mm-hmm. They're always so humble in what they're pursuing because they're just like, I'm never going to get there. It's not to say that I'm a failure. It's like I'm always learning. Life is always teaching you. So there's always room to be better. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite quotes on the subject matter is, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Yeah. Because it's not fair for either party, honestly. If you're at chapter one and you're looking at someone else's chapter 20, you're being way too hard on yourself. It took them so much work to get to their chapter 20 when you're just starting out. And then it's also not fair for the person who's at chapter 20 that you're like, looking at and you're like oh they're so successful i'm never gonna be like that because you discount all the hard work it took them to get there yes and also it's not your goal to be them yeah so like the goal could be like yes i want to start a youtube channel but your youtube channel is going to be different from hey claire's or Mm -hmm. like jen m's or anybody else because it's you and Mm -hmm. that's the learning process so you can be inspired by other people but you're not trying to mimic them yeah because that's kind of one of the beauties in the creative process it's like as you keep doing new ideas will come to you and there's so many possibilities in how you execute and what you do yeah so you have to learn the basic skills first before you can tweak Mm -hmm. you have to know the rules before you can break the rules that's just what it is right i need to take that into consideration and be like look i may never be a huge influencer i may always stay small but as long as i'm creating for me and as long as i believe in the content that i'm creating that's what really matters because even in this podcast it is really awesome to see all you guys listening in but that's not our sole purpose to us it's meaningful and we love doing it and that's why we set out to do this once a week Right. And, you know, a good way to just get started is in the baby steps. Mm-hmm. You just have to start just little things. Because I know for me, it's really daunting to go from zero to 100. Mm-hmm. So with that, I never started because I'm just like, oh, it's too much. Yeah. And then when you do it, congratulate yourself for doing it. Because mm-hmm. every little step is a conquest. It is something to be celebrated. And then you keep doing it again. And you keep doing it again until you're not thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also think that remove any distractions that you have <laughs> that give you any reason on why you can't finish or work on whatever you're doing. So for me, that's being in a different room than my phone. Mm-hmm. And for me, listening to music, really helps me zone out yeah yeah Yeah. and that's the point right you want to zone out so you can really just get in the zone Mm -hmm. one of the things that i've noticed is like ever since i got noise canceling headphones they're incredible i feel (laughs) like i could literally be in a room full of people but be so focused because that's all i can hear and once i am really in the groove of my own music and my own world then i'm like ready to power through and do my own project but i completely agree baby steps. My baby steps were putting all of those like random documents and notes and quotes that I would write as like one-off situations. And then the next steps are kind of like start putting that together. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, we also gave some tips in our last episode about how to find your passion and your purpose. And that all plays into like creating a list and visualizing it Mm -hmm. and how you can move forward with that. And I remember watching one of Hey Claire's videos. She's definitely a YouTuber that I really, really look up to. And she has this quote in her living room that says, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And that really sat with me because I think at the beginning of the year, we're always excited, right? We come up with New Year's resolutions. We're like, this year is going to be different. But then after a month or two in, we get discouraged because we're like, oh, it's not happening fast enough. It's like instant gratification. Yeah. If we don't get it instantly, then it's like, oh, it's too much work. We're never going to get there. Exactly. Whenever I look at things month by month, year by year, at the end of the year, I always feel very like... I could have done better, could have done more. But then now, when I look at the bigger picture and I think back at what I was like two years ago, who I was two years ago, I'm a completely different person. And I've changed so much and I've grown so much and I've learned so much. And that's just in two years. So imagine what I will think in 10 years when I look back, right? Uh, So part of this like growth process and this fear of perfection and all that is always remembering like who you are. Thankful to be where you are. Yes. And don't be so hard on yourself. That's something that Mm -hmm. I had to learn through this year, especially with my depression. I would guilt trip myself through everything. I would Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, you spent today doing nothing. Oh, you said you're going to edit, but you didn't edit. And I mean, there's a certain sense of accountability, but there's also like, hey, I made a decision not to do that. Mm -hmm. I just have to live with it. Oh, I have those days all the time. Yeah. I waste more energy and time guilt tripping myself on not doing it than actually doing it. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not like me in that guilt tripping. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to do it now. You convinced me. You know, I'm just like still sitting there hating on myself. So then if I decided that I'm not going to do it, then I accept it. That day, I just didn't do it. I'm going to live happily watching House of Cards then if I chose Mm -hmm. to do that instead Mm -hmm. of editing. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Just don't be so hard on yourself. And then when you get to the point where you're like motivated and you're energetic to do it, then do it. I think just a lot of times we're so hypercritical of ourselves that it paralyzes us. And that leads to the procrastination and the fear of failure and fear of not obtaining what our idea of perfection is. Exactly. Exactly. And then we're missing it, right? So allow yourself to be a student of life to make mistakes so that you can write your masterpiece in the future. But the Mm -hmm. goal isn't to write your masterpiece. The goal is to learn more about you. And it's an ongoing process. So respect the process. That's what I'm walking away from, you know, this article and this episode with, like respect the process. Yeah. And I think that this fear of failure, if you look back at the past times that you think that you quote unquote failed, like it wasn't really a failure. It was just a slight mishap maybe a little change in a path, but it's still working towards getting you to where you need to be. Okay, there's some things in my life that I was like, oh no, those are really big failures, you can <laughs> call failures. Yeah. But when I look back, I'm like, no, that was really a game changer for me and how I see life in the future mm-hmm. and how what I've learned about myself in that, whether it's my limitation or, you know, what's too much, what I don't like, what mm-hmm, I need to mm-hmm. work on. That's what failure quote-unquote failure teaches you Mm -hmm. so it is how you look at it this whole thing is one big mental battle that you just have to work 
past. And it's all the things that the world teaches you from when you were born of what should define you as a person. Mm -hmm. None of that defines you. Go back to our last episode of what really matters, (laughs) you know, and how to center yourself Mm -hmm. because all of this other stuff is going to hinder you from being the best version of yourself, from obtaining that. That's it. That's all you need to focus on. It's just how to be a better person. So if you find yourself struggling and just not moving forward, you feel stuck. You feel like, uh, I just don't know how to start. I don't know how to finish. Hopefully this episode and this article, definitely check it out. Hopefully it helps you at least start the mental journey of overcoming the idea of having to be perfect, what perfection means to you, why you're chasing it, and focusing on what really matters, which is the whole learning of the process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. As we say all the time about this podcast, we're learning about what matters to us. And none of that would have been possible if we hadn't just taken that first step and been like, you know what, we're going to set a release date. And no matter what, an episode is going up that date. And we just have to stick to it. Yeah. And I know the big question a lot of people have are just like, what about the money? You know, like, why would I do something if I'm not going to make money? And I mean, I get it. There's a basic need of survival and making money is important. If you look at money purely that way, then that's all it is. It's not anything that defines you. It's just Mm -hmm. something that you need to live, right? To buy food. So in that sense, and this is what I've embraced, is you can do that by getting a job anywhere. Mm -hmm. You just have to get over the fact that that job doesn't define you. So if you are a waiter, if you work at we always do this like we work at mcdonald's like it's Mm -hmm. it's like no you're making that person is making money and actually i I respect that person because it's not about the job it's about just doing what you have to do as a means of survival exactly Mm -hmm. and if you can use that to put back into finding out what your passion is taking risks taking classes pay for classes whatever it is to learn more about yourself then more power to you and as long as you're going in with the right mentality that's what matters like if you think about you know getting a part-time job at mcdonald's and as a greater means to an end then you can look past the fact that you're working at a fast food restaurant and look at the greater purpose of being like this is what i truly truly believe in and what i want to do because it's your life you live it by what matters to you if you know what your goal is then it doesn't matter what other people think yeah so i hope that this episode has inspired you guys to start something or to really go at full force in something that you've been putting on the back burner because that's how i feel i'm laying down the foundation and laying down the stepping stones of what could be my potential next step yes if not now then when yeah and if you have any friends or people that you care about in your life that are struggling with this send them this episode yeah spread this so that people can get started on what they're supposed to be doing or at least bettering themselves so that we can better ourselves for each other yeah so thank you again for joining us for another episode of perfectly imperfect we'll see you guys next week bye bye